Hallelujah. Welcome today. Welcome to the word for today. And I have an awesome word today. And that is unity brings blessing. Amen. So let's just read the verse for today. And the verse for today, we're going to take it from Psalms 133 in the Old Testament. So let's just go there. Psalms 133. And we'll read from verse number 1 right up to verse number 3. Amen. Right. Let's see what does it say here. Okay, if you have your Bible, as I open up mine, right, it says, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments, and the Jew of Hermon, and as the Jew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Hallelujah. Look at that. It's the blessing of the Lord. You know, Proverbs tells us that the blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow with it. What does that mean? It means that when God blesses you, it does not bring struggle with it. You find someone saying, I worked so hard for this thing. I worked all my life to get where I am. That is not the blessing of the Lord. That is toil. Uh, That is man's toil and hard work. But the blessing of the Lord says it does not bring that toil, but it comes easily. So we're saying that where there's unity, the Lord commands a blessing. Hallelujah. He said that how good it is for brethren, that's brothers, for family to dwell together in unity. So when you have this unity at heart in you, first of all, to be in oneness with the Holy Ghost, with the Holy Spirit, One vision, one mind with what the Lord has got for you. That's the most important thing. Then from there, one mind, one union, one vision with the people of God, with the kingdom of God. As you do this, I tell you, you will see the blessing of the Lord in your life. Hallelujah. And those around you. Let's have a look at another scripture here. Let's go to Genesis and I'll take it from verse number 11. I want to show you something amazing which took place there, which the Lord spoke when these people were united. Right, let's read it. Genesis 11 verse number 1. It says, And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven and let us make a name lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down, right, to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one and they have all one language. And this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Verse 7, he said, Go to, let us go down and there and confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. And so the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth and they left off building the city. So these people had one mind, one vision, and they were deciding to build a city and a tower to reach up to heaven. And look what happens here. The Lord came and said, these people are of one mind and one language. Nothing will be impossible for them. Then he said, I need to bring in other languages. 
That's why this is called the Tower of Babel. It means confusion. So the Lord had to confuse their language so they couldn't understand and they couldn't have one vision together and separated them because he realized that at that time, this was a man who had sin in him. He had not yet been redeemed from sin, which Jesus Christ has now redeemed us from. That's when he said, I have to separate them. But what I want you to understand is that even the Lord God said, these people have one language and one mind. Whatever they decide to do, it will happen. But most importantly, it did not receive the Lord's blessing because of that sin nature which was in them. But now when you've received Jesus Christ, you're washed in the blood, you're transformed, you're renewed, you're now made clean. This is why in Acts chapter 2, let's read it and see what happened there because this is when another language came in. Let's see. Acts chapter 2, and everyone began to understand each other's language. You can read the entire chapter. I'll just read verse number 1. It says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place. So all these disciples were together. They had unity. They had one mind, one vision. And what happened? The Lord poured out of His Spirit upon all of them that were there. Isn't it? And from there, this is where we see the acceleration of Christianity and the growth of the church. Amen. So this is the word for you today to say, have unity, have one love, one unity, one mind. Uh, first of all, with the Lord Jesus Christ and with the people around you. If you're in a workplace, if you're a team leader or part of a team, just encourage that team to say, let's work together in unity. And you will see the blessing of the Lord upon that thing that you are looking out to achieve. Amen. So just take this declaration right now and say, I declare that I am at one with the Spirit of God. I have got unity with my Lord Jesus Christ. In everything that I do, I bring unity, I bring love, I bring peace. And the Lord commands His blessing. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hallelujah. So thank you for listening and I'll be back again tomorrow with another word. Remember to share this with someone. Amen. God bless you.